Donkey. Trophy of money, but yeah, I I made it. I mean, I mean, as audio, you get yeah, they just go and get like the donkey songs, and then this piece of together on all of you know what I'm making beats. That's our vibe. Yeah, I'm trying, <laughs> trying to trying to do it. anyway. Episode number two, tier. number two, tier. how you doing, brother? Yeah. Doing pretty well. Um, how's listening today's sexy Sundays eh? and our real coasting because we just the, the sexy days when I listen to all these sexy songs is like two fellas on the show, so like. God damn it. Yeah. Forget my uh, chapstick home. Gen, yeah, 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 yeah. I was feeling to come in like P. Diddy today. Like the do the right. Harlem shake. Ah, that name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's a bad name there right now. I'm no, bad. no, but oh God, I didn't yeah, mean it like that. I mean, it didn't ask. That would make me 50. No, yeah. but I told him, like, pop, okay, I do like Puff Daddy. Not Puff, he did. Puff, Puffy. Back like, in the days, before you change your name. Biggie was still alive, why talking about mm-hmm. Rest in peace. <laughs> All right, so this evening we are no strangers to the cameras, no strangers to social media. Um, Mr. Chris Marcus, welcome. And we also have Mr. Richard Daniel, right? So Chris, Richard, introduce yourself to the, the public, you know. Um, we have some haters, that's all. Just beware. It, it, it was all good. That is Tuesday for me. Ah, he watched Street Fighter. You came up from, <laughs> you came up from Street Fighter. <laughs> it was just some wonderful by yeah, That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, so yeah, we'll start with um, Richard. You want to take the mic first? Yeah, you start, hmm. start with your uh, microphone. All right, well, I mean, if I said talk to myself, that might be a whole day conversation. Eh? But let me yeah. see if I can make it brief now. Now we have some time. Yeah, we have some time? Yeah, man. What kind of time we talking? Yeah, well, time, man. I ain't going to right, cut you off like all them wait, wait. parliamentarians. Let's do it. So well, okay. all right. So, Richard Daniel, most people know. Um, Nissan sales executive, Massimoto's, right? So, we deal with Nissan, Hyundai, MG, Subaru, the full works. Mm. Um, I'm one of those who try to make my name synonymous with, with car sales on the whole. So from the time you're in your house, they decide they want a car, the first name must pop up in your head is Richard Daniel. So that is the whole idea behind my content. I just want to take over the game, you know. Um, I've always been a creative, always been an artist. My dad was an artist. He was a creative, and he just passed it on. Um, consider myself an alpha male. When I step into the place, I just take it over. That's just my personality. But very cool guy. Yeah, son, we can sit down and talk shit whole day. That's how I get done. All right? Um, I could probably leave it there for now, and as we go along, I might still slide in a little too. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, okay, uh, I had to ask the stupid question for the single mothers out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, you can. To be honest, nah. the father or... Nah. Okay. Nah. Why are you making that face for? I had to check for my single mothers. We love you, girls. We love you. Um, ch- we wouldn't make it to the single mothers. We wouldn't have made it this far. We wouldn't make it with all nah, nah, with big up, Big up the strong single women. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Well, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. Richard, that's a stretch, That's a stretch. Let me tell you something, bro. Don't give them too much of Any woman, any woman raising a child by herself without a man house, you had to get you that respect, bro. You had to get you that respect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, the the Nissan is a great vehicle. It's Nissan, right? Nissan is a great vehicle. If you're going to buy one, buy it from Richard, especially if you're single and you know your man leave you. Multiple children, comedy, something, yeah. I could give a little stories about that. Whoa. Come on, just now. All right, so so Chris? Yeah, thank you. Richard has actually made it very easy for me because I work at Massey Finance. Okay. My job is to provide finance for his cars. Mm-hmm. What we talking about. So anytime um, you're looking for a massive vehicle and you want to get finance, then come to a massive finance. Big up yourself. All right, so, cool. So all them ladies and them, they know this is money, man. Or they, uh, 
Be, be yeah, on your best behavior. So right? okay. So what, what we're trying to say is. I buy the bar and stuff. Them is okay. If I come across with the drink, is them is really buy the drink so I can give it to you. So it's like the, them is like the big brothers for me now. Yeah, they are the big the OGs. OGs in the game. The OGs yeah, for me. Because they're the best swing man. Ah, right. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> so, gentlemen, we want to start off the show with a little philosophical um, thought, right? Um, the question is: is really our question? It's not much of a thought. Are we really in charge of our thoughts, or are we being told what to think? Oh, get yeah. to read the freaking thing. Oh. Before we get into that yeah, question, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, right, we right, have right, something right. to read. Of right. Um, let me see. Where is it? Right. In a room full of passion and bookshelves, hee haw, the only podcast with candle, candles, light them. Yo, Chat GTP is the worst at coming up with this shit. Stop using Chat GTP. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to have a nice little like, thing. Take a, take a deep breath. Yeah, I proofread it. He hold the only podcast where candles light themselves. Okay, we will just take that one. I've yeah. gone uh, next week will be better. Next week, <laughs> like yeah, forty one. Walk, walk with your big, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah those are big, right? Oh, I thought that's that's my whole watch. I didn't think you said big just no day. And right. I was like, hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, uh, hey. All right, so yeah, so we're gonna get into the philosophical thought, right? Um, mm-hmm. this is gonna segue into a lot of different topics, but the question really is: Are we in charge of our thoughts, or are we are we being told what to think? All right, in this. We can consider it 20, uh, 2024. Are we being a little bit more thoughtful in our behavior as a com- uh, community, as a whole, generally, as a country, or in your opinion, what are you think? What do you think is actually happening? Well, I believe it's that some people who are not plugged into the matrix. Um, you know, some of us do think outside the box, and but all in all, if you check out social media, check out the news, you know, what I'm saying even the movies on Netflix. There's a reason why they call it programming because that's exactly what it's doing. It's programming you, mm. right? So you'll find yourself, um, you know, it's like almost everything you're watching on Netflix have something to do with somebody being gay or something like that. It's like you almost didn't even have a choice anymore to just ramming it down your throat. <laughs> you know Ayo. what I'm saying? Hey, yo. Hey, yo. It's crazy that you just said that. Uh-huh. You're going again. Yeah. yeah. So now let me make this clear. I have absolutely nothing against anybody's sexual preference. That is not even my business. Okay. I respect it as long as you respect mine. You understand? Because I'll have situations where, you know, people try to force it on me, like, eh, ting, ting, ting. And it's like, I don't play for that team. You understand? Mm-hmm. And the minute you start to get... All right, so we, we just glaze over something. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We're just going to try to force it on you. Let slow it down for So, no, no, no. Not like... Oh, yeah. Uh, right. yeah, 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 yeah. It's almost like, you know, like how Jehovah Witness might do it. You know, oh, they come knocking on your door. Yeah. <laughs> I just try to hand it, they watch Tower Night, even if you don't want it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So, gay men is like the Jehovah Witness and the sexual spectrum is what <laughs> you know? But, um, <laughs> and like I say, it's not respect, you know, but just yeah. respect my preference. Of course, of course. You know what I'm course. saying? And, like the LGBTQ, the whole alphabet, yeah, they were really people. formed to make sure that you don't bully them, you know? But now all of a sudden it seems like they are the bullies now. So, you know, I just, it's all about respect. You respect me, I respect you. But it's all about programming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So nobody now is really thinking for themselves if they're taking the programming. But it has some of us who are unplugged from the matrix. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? Thought, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I would like to think that I'm one of those because I love thinking outside the box. Yeah. Right, like if you pay attention to my content, you follow my videos, you'll realize all my stuff is original because I come up with my own shit. Me watching nobody else thing, and so well, all right, I go and try that. And even if it was inspired by by you, 
I put the Richie Rich touch on it. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Okay. So I'll find a way how to personalize it, and you still like you go watch that video, and I not be in it, and you'll be like, yeah, that's a Richie Rich production. Mm. So a signature is where basically yeah. because I independent thought. Yeah, that's what I'm right. saying. Cool. No problem. You know? But um, yeah, I believe I believe a lot of us are being programmed by you know, like the news, the media, social media, all these things. Mm. Yeah. Like. All right. So you know. All right. So. This is just the segue, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you going to, Mr. Marcus? That's our familiar. Yeah, no, Mr. Marcus, that's our porn guy. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any kid of a corner, Mr. Mm-hmm. Marcus? Yes, but it's purely business. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looked like him too, eh? Hey. Whoa! Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey, let me pull this up right now. I don't remember what the guy is looking like. Show the camera, yeah, show the camera. Um, you know the hot dude, babe? Hey, Mr. Nah. Marcus is when we was teenagers, kind of like that's how old we talking about. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I think it was a buff, balded guy, you know. A buff man. Yeah. And really, and really, and really, sure. Fear, I'm buff. Look at my name, man. Yes, man. That's it, man. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is thing. That is thing. You know, tell me, buff. Yeah, yeah. You know, fight the no, 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 no. He went down next month. You, no, that's the same guy, but I mean, no, gosh. Yeah, one picture, you went to the other check the catalog. That was when he was trying to reinvent himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what he was doing before finance, I understand. It, it paid well. <laughs> understand. It paid well. Paid yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pimping and easy, but it sure is fun. It's, it's fun. fun. Yeah. Right? So, so, Chris, Richard, um, I'll do the 30 matrix just now, right? Um, generally speaking, we are staunch believers in the fact that there are a lot of program people in the world. All right. Uh, in terms of finance, because you know you're a finance bro and all that, we want to f- basically get a, a gist of where you see financial responsibility as a, as a as a scale in this country. Before I answer that question, I want to take a shot at that question you asked Richard because I definitely have a different view. Ah, I actually believe that people tend to want to think about what isn't what interests them, uh, whatever any human being finds himself gravitating to, they will find a way to find as much information on it as possible. <clears throat> they may want to have as many conversations as possible. Saying that is the matrix and is the external environment, yes, but we have control over these things. Mm-hmm. Um, what you put in, what you look at a tele- on television, what you read, that's your personal decision. So it's one thing for people to say that they have matrix and these external forces but when you really think about it you have control over those things when i'm on facebook and i see some things and i see some posts and any comments and stuff i just scroll past because it really doesn't make any sense trying to engage people who have different backgrounds different experiences different perspectives different agendas mm. to try to get them to understand something basic in a social media scenario right posts and some comments and those things so it's very easy for people to get pulled into that yeah well you know is the environment yes it's there is much more it's much more prevalent now but at the same time you have control and you have you have the ability to filter what you choose to focus on there are many people who say they want to get rich but doing what mm. they want to be happy but doing what so i mean i will stop there but i will say that the whole thing about people being influenced by the external environment and the Matrix. Mm-hmm. I ain't so sure I want to say, you know, I have so little control of it. You always have control. What about like, um, between me and you, what about churn? It, it seemed like he said the same thing differently. 
What about, what about like children? He said the same thing differently. So yes, yes, you have control, and those are those who are unplugged from right. the matrix, like yeah. I was saying. And you're talking about options, but we don't have much options. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So you're scrolling through, and almost everything is the same. Because almost everything is the same. But it's up to you, as mm-hmm. you rightfully say, to filter. Mm-hmm. But not everybody will be the filtering, so that's just those who unplug. Because often we say, right, this show is not really targeted or tailored, tailored to people who don't have intellectual capacity, right? Mm. So somebody who doesn't have that intellectual capacity scrolling and end up on the He Hawk podcast, they might see the name and then start listening to the conversation and be like, but well, where is this? That wasn't what I was expecting. That is not what I was looking for. Yeah. You know, so it wouldn't probably be as it would popular among the, the less intellectually stimulated people. Low IQ. Right? But <laughs> I didn't want to, to bash them like that, but you know, uh, yeah, but I agree with you with the both all yeah, because at the same time, you know, in the words of the late great Baz, Dio Pandey, right? God bless the dead, right? He was basically... Oh, I thought he was going to say, ask your mother, you know? I thought that was the line he was going to quote. Mother. Ask your mother. Yeah, yeah. That was Pandey. That was Shaq Warner. That was Shaq Warner. No, that was Pandey too. You sure, Warner? Pandey had one when he was like, um, he was being interviewed somewhere. Hey, anyway, these... We, we, we was cheering, you know? He was cheering too, so my memory... They must have done peeing more, get your thing. And I was already buying drinks in the bar. Buying drinks. All right, cool. Yeah, so... Bazio Pandey was basically a paraphrasing here. And he uh-huh. was saying that the, the issue with our country is that our education system was failing us. All right? Is because it was because due to the fact that our education system was grooming us to be clerks. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You remember that, that mm-hmm. interview, right? Mm-hmm. And it really struck a chord recently when he passed. Because, of course, all the footage with Bazio Pandey was start coming back up all through the internet, right? Right, yeah. And I saw that interview and it kind of like it teleported to now thinking about if Bazio Pandey was a politician in this current age mm-hmm. or era would he have said the same thing and I'm not trying to be polemic about it or anything but that's, that sentiment echoed to this day or, or repeated to this day now and make you think of that was the today's date is the product of what was happening in, in yesterday so when he was complaining about that this is the result of what, we, what he was complaining about today we've seen it mm-hmm. in real time what the education system has done in terms of the violence in the country, in terms of the masculinity in the country, in terms of our style of leadership, the type of people that we actually trying to produce our product as a Trinidadian. A Trinidadian. Um, yes, I'm proud to say I'm a Trinidadian, but I am not very proud of what we represent mm-hmm. because we represent a real lackluster, mediocre. We really try to be better than just generally. Yeah, well, I, I could do this and that is that. Right? So... <clears throat> Segwaying into the whole conversation of being masculine, right? Mm-hmm. I know you didn't answer the question yet, but you'll get there, right? Um, masculinity means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. But this being he or show, we're really targeting young men. Men who are looking for some sort of example, and the example seems to be absent. Oh, cisgendered men. You gotta, yeah. you gotta make it yeah. cisgendered. The ones are the, the alphabet people and then yeah. cisgendered, cisgendered men, heterosexual men. Yeah. 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 You're really trying to talk to the weirdos, but. Mm. Whoa. Yeah. yeah, I understand that. So, masculinity, right? We'll start with Chris. Mm-hmm. What is masculinity in a nutshell, a, a quick synopsis, right, mean to you? Taking control of who you are as a man. Understanding who you are, understand what you want out of this life. I don't think anybody can tell you how to be a man. In fact, 
you can be taught, you can look at examples, you can have your father, your father figures. Um, for many people, it's the guys on the block, um, whoever it is. But ultimately, you have to ask yourself that question. And, I, and I'm glad you raised this one because around when I was 20, um, 15 or 16, looking around at you see, okay, you know, with your parents, you're at school. But then 15 becomes 16, 16 becomes 17 before you know you're 21. And I asked myself, after I leave my mother and father house, who going to handle my business? I had handle my business. I make up my mind I was going to make something myself no matter what happened. This was pre-oil boom or post-oil boom? Post. I mean... I don't, I don't know how old it's happened. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. So I because it's something like Trinidad was doing well at this point. Yeah. At this point, actually, no. At the point in time, I'm talking about Trinidad and Tobago had just gone into the recession. Is, all right, we're talking about the 1980s here. Okay. We're talking about yeah. when it is the oil dollars had, had dried up and Ian R. Robinson was mm. coming in, coming, was even enjoying that, that, that period. Okay. And at that point in time, we had much less as a society, but we lived better. Mm. Uh, I think everybody recognized that, that particular, in that particular era, we had to s- sacrifice and suffer together. Barney, this was Barney Belly, Trinidad, right? Correct. Mm. Everybody saw the global prices, the oil prices coming down. We were in such a gas economy as yet at that point in time. Mm. And it was very, um, it was a time when it's just to really take a look at ourselves as individuals, families, our country, and where we were going. Mm. And um, a lot of tough decisions were made in those times as far as leadership was concerned that at the time, the leadership was chastised for. But decades afterwards, when you take a look back, those are some of the best decisions that could have been made for the country. We don't like to sacrifice, huh? No. We, we will talk sacrificing here, but I will say, yes, you sacrifice, and you will say, you sacrifice, and you say, I sacrifice, and nobody sacrifices. And before you know it, it's a blame game. Who do it? The politicians, is this, is that. And... Um, when you think about what we have to do to go forward, is only Trinidad can fix Trinidad. Huh? Mm. But going back to your masculinity question and being a man, mm. you have to be able to take control of your destiny one way or the other. Whatever outcome you choose, you have to say, listen, I am prepared to make these decisions and I'm prepared to bear the consequences, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm. So you do believe in predestination? No. Well, I believe my personal spiritual belief is that our stories have already been written. We just haven't seen it as yet. The only person, the only entity who knows our story is God. Right. right? Okay. Those of us who choose to go and look for fortune tell us that's your business. But the whole idea of life is really about understanding your journey, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and how you respond to it. We are resilient people at the same time. Huh? Of course. So, hands up. The key thing is understanding first and foremost as a man, and it, and it goes beyond man. Eh? Women who are handling single mothers, as you, you have spoken to, mm. they have their role in regard to taking care of the circumstances where they are single, they are single, pair, um, single parents. And I don't want to make it specific to, to any gender. There are men doing the same thing. Mm. And some people speak about it, some people speak, um, some people speak more about it, some people, some people speak less about it. But whoever it is, single parent scenarios, they know what they have to do. And once they put their, 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 um, their focus on their family first, I mean, it tends to come and they make the decisions all in the interest of the family. Mm. Yeah, so. Understood, understood. Scoot a little bit to the left, Ali. Yeah, watch it now, watch it now. 
Because yeah, they're making good points and I don't want the AI think as he said, no. Nah. I don't want to get nobody <laughs> unjust. Yeah, um, yeah, really deceitful too. Eh? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Well, then, there's, then there's the philosophical and the biblical aspect of things. Mm. God has made men physically stronger. Oh, yeah, we're getting trouble with the girls for this one. Eh? Careful now. I have no difficulty defending that. All okay, right. all right, all right. They have made women on the more soft side, women are the nurturing side of things that mm. are supposed to be leaders and protectors when you talk to if you talk to any woman in a relationship the majority of them will say one of the things that they love about a man is that he makes them feel safe mm-hmm. and that is part of the masculinity conversation being able to be a protector and protector takes different dimensions it's just the physical but taking care of a woman because you want to there are men who they're quietly cooking for the woman keeping quiet and telling the boys nothing and the women they're quietly saying you see me or they can say what they want I know I have at home. No, it all men who listen to the show. And, and they keep it quiet. To to the show. And they keep it quiet. They come and say that. Hey. No. Yeah, we do not. You dig anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell them girls off. Yeah. Tell them girls Tell them, tell them. Tell them. <laughs> so wait now, but no, speaking from these, you talking from a point of a married guy. Uh, I'm talking about a man. Uh, whether you're married, whether you're single. No, it's sort of fair. talking about. The reason I say that is women, you understand what we're talking about there, right? Uh, you drive an Addison car too. If you, well, if you want the link. Message me. <laughs> <Call> the Patreon. <laughs> right. So, moving on to um, Mr. Richard here now. Richie Rich. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So, masculinity. Where does now, your thought... Because he's out for me. Where your thoughts lie? I'll, I'll be with you. When, when you ask the question, my mind started to go a million different places at once because, to me, there's no one answer for that. All right? No. These days, I trying to be a little more spiritual because I had my horish days, Whoa. right? Trying to be a little more spiritual, I trying to, you know, put my life on a different, a different path. Um, but I came from old school parenting, right? Right. Both parents. Both parents. Mm-hmm. Right. Where my dad was protector, provider. You know what I'm saying? And my grandfather was the same. On both sides, on my mother's side and my father's side. Okay. Right? So what a lot of people don't know about me is my dad, his parents, my grandmother, pure Indian from Guyana. Okay. Right? My grandfather, pure Chinese from China. Right? Couldn't even talk English when he got here. But when he got here, you know, he was about that life. He started the Chinese restaurants, you know what I'm saying? So, okay. You know, like he was protector, provider, everything, right? My dad took after him. I took after my dad because I've, I had these examples in my life, right? And I say that to kind of dance around to, you know, the single mothers. Like I would blame some men for not trying to be part of the children's life, especially mm. their sons, mm. because a woman carries a man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And... I, I think it's because we have so much sensitive, emotional men now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we in the sensitive cancel culture. You know? Everybody easily offended. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A man get horny, ready to kill a girl. Well, if you understand what I'm saying, yeah, now, yeah, yeah, all yeah, these yeah, is yeah. emotional decisions. At a point in time, men were the more logical ones and women were the more emotional ones. Right. But when you have a woman raising a man and a man never had an example of what a man's supposed to be, they tend to make a lot of emotional decisions which don't always pan out to be the right decision at the time, right? Now, like, I see um, 
my father, he was a real hustle, right? He drive maxi. He went and do a lot of offshore courses and then started doing the offshore thing. But growing up, right, I was living in a house so old if you walk too hard, you foot go through the floor. Mm. It had weeks we weren't eating mm. until he stepped up. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, like, from that point, watching my father transition, right? The man, as time go along, he roll with the punches, he get hit, he fall along, he get back up, he dust himself off, and he go again. You understand? This plan didn't work, he go back to the drawing board, and he try something different. And I, I watching this growing up, and I was like, yeah, this, to me, this is what a man's supposed to be. This is what I want to be like. My father was my hero. Mm. You know what oh, I'm saying? Nice. So when, when it was my turn to start adulting, right? Me being the out-of-the-box thinker like my dad, if I try something and it didn't work, I ain't going to be like, you know, you go down the depression, emotional rabbit hole. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, this didn't work. What are we going to do? Like, you start thinking solutions. And to me, that's what I'm man. That's what masculinity is all about. You had to be tough. You had to be ready to protect, ready to provide. But at the same time, you know, be gentle for when you had to be gentle. Because, I mean, okay, I mean, the women love the tough men, but at some point, the one day little cuddles, the mm. one day little... So mm. there's a lot of emotional intelligence involved. But yeah. as a man, you had to be everything. Mm. You understand mm. what I'm saying? So sure. it's kind of hard to tag masculinity. It's like, as a man, you had to be everything. And they're watching you for everything. Because yeah. you had to be the head of the home. You're the leader. Hands down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So once you have that emotional intelligence, that resilience, ready to accept responsibility, mm. all these things are characteristics of a man that defines masculinity to me. Mm. Excellently put, my friend. Excellently put. Um, question, though, because we're touching on our single mother. Epidemic. I would, uh, it's an epidemic, right? We have a lot more single mothers in Trinidad and Tobago than we, do, we would we like. Do. Um, the obvious fallout from that is a more violent society because we have less men, well, less men in the household being around to control a growing population of boys. Mm. And that causes a lot of backlash for our society. Mm. As we could see now, you know, you mentioned the sensitivity among men. Mm. That had to come from somewhere. Correct. Right? Um, the lack of an example in your household, the lack of an example countrywide. Long time you used, to, you would even have a coach in the community. Yeah, true. Who was everybody's <laughs> father, <laughs> right? Um, that don't exist anymore, you know. And it's not like we're trying to find the remedy to say, well, we had to do this to get back there, but we had to deal with the circumstances as they are right now, right? And generally speaking, young men, it's easy to tell them. You have to be resilient. You have to be strong. You have to be, you have to be able to take blows and stand up again. Mm. But in practicality, when she take the fan and the bullet zipping past your ears, that is something that you just had to actually acquire and learn. All right? So, it's a catch-22. It's a circular argument. It's a snake that eats its, eat its tail, right? Mm. Ouroboros. Yeah. The Ouroboros <laughs> soup, right? Um, what you're really seeing here is now, all right, a woman and a man end up in whatever the situation they end up in. Children born. Mm. The man take his leave, the woman doing what she had to do. Sometimes vice versa. Mm. All right? At that stage, the blame game makes no sense. At that stage, yeah, the man is a deadbeat, but he had his children here. Yeah. Mm. 
All right? At that stage, we have the authorities now basically looking at the situation from a, a cookie islands and saying that finances is everything and take the man off of finances. But I just went on a little rampage here because I grew up in a single parent. Well, lack of a father in a household, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Thank God for the male role models I had in my life. But at the same time, looking at it from the inside, mm-hmm. the issues that we really face is not a financial issue. I listen to Chris here, right? When we didn't have as much resources as a country, we did a little bit better. It's not really about finances. It's not about taking him to court to make sure he pay child men, child support. It's really about forcing him to be there in a way where it have serious punitive measures for not being there in the child life. Mm-hmm. Because it's only when you're in the child life you can actually be an example, right? Right, correct. So I just went off on that. I had to give all them a little sad story. You understand? Yeah. But, so we're moving on from there. Um, but wait, it has something to suggest about not playing the blame game. What yeah. you mean by that? So when I say not playing the blame game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, men and women tend to say, she's the reason why I'm not with you and he's had so, 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 whatever. He won me, but this and that. But what that had to do with the child? Exactly. It's about introspection. Right? That's what I'm saying. I don't care what you right. break up with me for, why I break up with you for. By the end of the day, that seed is yours. But no, the child is... Um, Let's call it weaponized. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Our weaponized chair is really yeah. powerful. Yeah. yeah. Our weaponized. It's unfortunate. At, at, at one point, it was a weaponized chair. I could see real weaponized chair and at plenty of times. And I was like, why hate this man for? In terms mm. of on, on our level. Mm. Then when you reach old enough, I remember my father tell me something at a young age. And he tell me, I'm not going to tell you a bad thing about your mother. Mm. When you reach a certain age, you'll see. And then. He just put a plan that seed in my head mm-hmm. and just say. Mm-hmm. So the old, t- the old time is only when I reach a adult age now, I remember I come, I, I come crying to my father, I say, Daddy, I sorry. You know, um, I used to read Bible. Mm-hmm. So like the prodigal son is like, I sorry, you do so much for my dad. I never think I sorry. I really ashamed thing, thing, thing. I really apologize. And then um, he's like, nah, brother, you, you good, don't worry. But then I didn't, because we have a lot of other young men now mm-hmm. who would say, fuck daddy. For the whole of his life. Mm-hmm. Nah, he never do nothing for me. Effie. Mm-hmm. Or for the weaponization he get. Because very rarely, very rarely, I don't know, I could be wrong. Or maybe I just watching it from an anecdotal point of view. Where the um, man is really be like, yeah, your mother's a hoe. Your mother, ting, ting, ting. Your mother. Men don't really weaponize each other against mm-hmm. the mother. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. It's typically always the woman weaponizing each other against the mother. Typically. I could be I could well, They say him have no fury like a woman's corner. Thank you. Yeah. I could be wrong. I am willing to take correction, you single mother. So do not put me up on the books, please. Mm. But when you weaponize the child now, it's never be, we always, men is be like, is this scene? Is your mother saying, yeah, me and mommy didn't work on anything. I, I love you still. I love mommy. Don't worry. So why are you not with mommy? Yeah, and then it's like, uh, you want to go to Disney World? You want to go to Disney World? It's not a play with circumstances. Yeah, yeah. That's basically what play off in that whole scenario. So it's always be a kind of attack, I want to say, on masculinity mm. at a point. You you are you from a different age, so that probably, because you you grew up, um, both parents too? Or? Yeah, both parents. Both parents, both parents. Mm. But yeah. I think I've been able to, I'm in a fortunate position to have seen couple of generations so I see yeah. Jesus Christ how old are you 
I want to know now. Wolverine. Nobody matters. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you know about um, the, the American Civil War? That's all, how old we talking? <laughs> you have had a man, I'm close. I read about it when I was old. Nobody, um, I think I'm in a unique position to actually see how society has evolved. There's a question or a comment when you guys made earlier on about the education system. I think you're going to head there just now. But I see much more entrepreneurial mindset. A mindset coming out of school where people want to have their own businesses, do their own thing as opposed to going and looking for someone. Right. Compared to when it is I was that age. Mm. And I think that's a good thing. But is it practical? It all depends. And this is where the conversation at some point is going to go because... The whole, uh, the whole idea of having your own business is ultimately wealth creation. Huh? Uh, okay, I, I didn't ever study econ. You probably went down that econ road. No, no, you no, probably no. went down econ. Biggest, the biggest open secret amongst our society, our peers, our listeners, our viewers, is that the secret of wealth creation is ownership. Right. And we hear this time and time In and the day. absence of having your own business, you could own a piece of a business. Mm. A stock. I'm planned that day. We're gonna talk about that. Yes. <laughs> that the same thing you were talking about earlier. Because now nah, the reason I ask that now is because here's the thing. So I have a t-shirt business. I make my he hot t-shirts. I get on Patreon slash he on a score ho. That's how to do just, plug there. Just five dollars. Just five dollars. You're bomb. Cheap anyway, bastards. You're bastards. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I do my. I'm a t-shirt business. Mm-hmm. But then you saying wait now. I'm making maybe say hundred k off it or if I'm making X. You say ways boy. But I'm to making X on now. I go and make jerseys now. Then you say he making money at I go make jerseys now. Then everybody making jerseys mm-hmm. because they watch it. Yeah, it's at a Saturday. They become the gold rush basically. Because mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of gold rushes going on in this generation. But is it so saturated or competitive? Saturated. You have two mm-hmm. options. I look at it as competition. It's capitalism. He's, a, he's out of family now. <laughs> you have, <laughs> you have two options. I did ensure that you have the most superior t-shirt. Or, 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 or you reinvent yeah. yourself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you move out of it. You uh, move. You, you move away. You have your core competence as teachers, but you start spinning off. Yeah. You know. So I mean, the thing about it is that our good friend Jeff Bezos started off in nineteen. Started his business in nineteen ninety five. Sending books online. Yeah. I'm. I'm quite familiar with um the base. And look at where Amazon is today. He kept on reinventing himself. And right now, Amazon has become important to the global economy. That's a global company, as an American company anymore. And it had to be the fact that he kept on recognizing that the barriers to entry for that particular business kept on getting lower. So you have to keep on reinventing to ensure that you always keep the barriers as high. So anybody trying to start a, an Amazon in its current form and construct have a long he figured out a very intelligent way of buying out the competition before they become competition. He was a man who was very, very good at listening and looking at his environment. All right. So, gents, before we end up in the, the business segment of the show, because yeah. there's a whole different segment that we're going to yeah. you know, drive into, there's one final important topic that we're going to touch on, all right? And this has to do with race, mm-hmm. all right? Um, we are a multicultural society, but we are predominantly two races, Predominantly, mm-hmm. all right. Some people back to the front and say, "Well, the bigger race is the smallest race, <laughs> or the biggest race is the smallest race." So let's not go down that road. And two, please 
God, no see. It's yeah, one race, the human race. <laughs> are we waiting for that? Are we yeah. for somebody? All lives matter. All lives matter. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, thank you. In the words of our very famous, um, well, he's one of my favorite personalities online, Jocko Willink. Right, uh, retired Navy SEAL, X Y Y. You know, he's one of the, he's a machine, certified killer. Yeah, he's a killer. Um, we humans like to other, other people, find some common denominator to separate our group from our next group. All right, it's built a built-in mechanism of war within ourselves mm. that we just cannot deal or or, or veer away from. You know, that's the, the, the competition aspect that I was talking about. Mm. You know, everything that has to do with being better than our next is part of the human experience. All right? I want to tie that back into, in our country, right? We see, uh, unfortunately, we see uh, issue, an issue with the, a certain particular race. Mm. Oh. Right? That seems to be, and this is just my humble opinion, right? This is no fact here. Mm-hmm. But it seems to be that that particular race is either disenfranchised or disenfranchises themselves. Mm-hmm. All right? And As in crab in the bucket? Crab in the bucket, um, <laughs> underprivileged. The communities tend to be more run down and less, you know, um, but less taken. Kill, but they have not thrived they, in 75 somehow, years of independence. How much years are independence we on? Because he was around. Yeah, he was around when, when Nola was playing. Yeah. Yeah, first that was, one. Uh, that was a cool one. That was cool. That was, that was cool. First day I independence, was cool. I wish I could have do that. You take a drive into these communities versus a drive into our next community, mm. predominantly of a different race, you would be able to tell the difference <laughs> off the bat. You know? And when we look at it on the on the surface, we tend to be like, oh gosh, why are they so? But they have a, something deeper than just looking at it from the surface. And we like to say slavery is a thing that causes us to be this. I don't believe in slavery. Slavery gone how long now? Well, the slavery that we... we, we chattel chattel, yeah. chattel slavery. The chattel slavery, yeah. right? That disappeared so long ago. That been abolished. Mental slavery is still very much around. Right. So mental slavery exists, you know, but mm. at the same time, it exists across the board. Mm. You know, because it's a, a 1% of people who actually consider to be... The ruling mm. class. Right. Um, no, the question I want to pose to, to Chris: What? Where do you see race as a as a as a factor? I think it's less race, mm. and this is probably one of the most controversial questions mm-hmm. I have ever been asked. I'm going to answer it. He, mm. he like Indian women. I I, I I I don't know. He like Indian women. Who don't? <laughs> I actually think that the one difference between that particular group versus everybody else is the lack of structure in building societies, its own society. If you look at the other societies that we may see as relatively more progressive Mm. with regard to Mm. economic wealth, the accumulation of assets within the country and outside the country, there is always a structure. Discipline. We have not seen that structure in terms of the approach and structure starts with the same thing we spoke about the absence of nuclear families or that nuclear construct at all costs mm. and the lack of structure in our approach to building will ultimately lead to envy because some people within their particular within that particular group will practice structure within their own household and they will do well 
Then others, we think that they have more. It's not that they have a plan, they have a strategy. And one of the gurus who have come across in my life said, strategy is important because we don't have infinite resources. So you have to have strategy, structure, plan, they all really So you're just going to say it about guru. You're not going to drop the name, nothing. We, we, we can't go to the He was a well. motivational speaker. He's an okay. ex-director of mine when I used to work in another finance. Okay. 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 Makes sense. Are you in box? We can go to the, okay. let me go to the well and learn. Yeah. We want to learn too. No, he, and he heard it from someone. Just, ah, his name yeah. is Scott Hilton Clark. So we have a, a, a lot of respect. A local, local guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Scott. Yeah. Up yourself, Scott. Mr. And Clark. From hearing that, understanding the importance of strategy and taking back, taking it back to this conversation, I think there's a lack of structure or approach to everything, to educating, wealth creation. Mm. And if we can't confront that reality or say it's something else, we, up, we, have, we have challenges. That's the one thing that has been absent. And if you take that... If you decide to take a much more structured approach, that particular that particular group, I mean, we know exactly which group we're speaking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If, from tomorrow, if you to say, listen, I want to have a different, we need to have a different structure to how it is we build societies. And we can find ourselves being a greater contributor to our own little economies and then, of course, the larger economy. But if we don't accept and confront that, We'll be having a circular conversation in two decades. Yeah, because I was a young man. I was about what, 19 years when I heard about a guy called William Monroe. Mm-hmm. And he created something called the Black Caucus. Mm-hmm. And at that very early age, I was wondering what causes the divide between a certain sect, well, this, within the sector or the segment in society. The, the, within the certain race, what causes the divide? That divide, you know. Mm-hmm. And the divide, stand, it, it, it still exists to this day. Where a certain class of this race. Don't mess with the lower class of the race. Not even Canada is like oil and water. Mm-hmm. And that, then the, the poor, they say, yeah, well, it's coons. And the riches say, hey, we can't bring, we can't bring niggas in, in, into the, yeah. the, the party. Let me ask you another question real fast. Whether or not you like this political, political party or not, how come one party always seems to be around? Mm. It's because they have structure. You don't build a party around personalities as a structure, as a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other parties, we have seen the circumstance where parties follow because the, 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 the personality leading the party has fallen away. You can't build structures around personality. You can't build institutions and, and, and um, organizations around persons. You have to build around a particular structure. I like what you're saying there, and this is why I'm going to go off the hills now. So what you try to do? Like basically, I this is what I imagine when you're saying you try to put the balise by this girl head, and it's like, yes, see, great is the PNM. That's what you're saying, basically. <laughs> I ain't saying that at all. <laughs> no, really, I'm just saying, saying look look at, at, love that balise. Look at the structure from 1956. 19, nah, I understand, I understand. Look at it and compare it to the other parties. Well, there's, okay, I could. I, all the other I parties. would say that for the limited view I have in terms of political parties, whatever, I would say that. One run more like a mafia, which it is supposed to, if it's, because I don't really trust in um, the politicians at all. But one run like a mafia, and one next one run like, well, here we get through, you know. If you think, and you're degenerate, you're degenerate, have nobody to pull your reins and say, hey, we can't do this so quick. We are trying to slow it in. 
Okay. And I'm going to call a witch. Yeah. Watch a witch. Yeah. But one is move yeah. like degenerates, yeah. and the next what, one is move what, like. What was your original question? All right. So the question was right. We tend to order each other, mm. right? Within the, the certain race. He's trying a song, he's trying a song. Nice. At, yeah. Black people have a tendency. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Within, yeah. The, yeah, so hold on. within the certain race mm. that we were talking about, mm. is a big divide. Right. Right? The dividers, there are the people in the race who actually have structure, right. have a certain set standard, and you just actually see them perf- well, performing better than the rest. Mm. Somehow, they like oil and water and they can't mix. All right, so... Let me let me show my two cents on that, right? Without making it political, because I tell another street, I do discuss politics. Mm. Right? If if that going to be a topic, I will stay quiet for the whole topic. Yeah. Good stuff. Right. Um the now growing up, when my mom was younger, she had a condition where she had a I think they call it like a hole in the heart. Okay. Right? So she spent most of her childhood years in a home. Mm. Right? Um it went as far as the doctors telling her that she wouldn't even be able to have children, mm. right? Um, not only did she more or less beat that, but she had three of us, mm. right? Okay. Now, because she spent most of her life in that home, she didn't have much of an education then, right? Now, my mom is black. I'll start, by, I'll start right there, mm. Right? When she came out of that situation, she started working like two, three jobs to take care of us, right? Now, all these things that I witnessed growing up. Um, she decided one day, boom, here we're taking place. Let me see if I can make something of myself. I watched my mom take evening classes mm. till she got a certain amount of O-levels, then even went as far as to doing tertiary and getting degree and master's. At... Under all these circumstances. Under all these circumstances. Right. And this is right? not free education time, or this is free education? Now, yeah, around that time, it was free education time. Okay. With, with the degree and master's. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, no, I'm not. Right? I, I'm trying to get time for him. Yeah. yeah. Time for him. So, hence the reason, now, she started to push us in that direction, and me now, watching that as an example. You know what I'm saying? I have no excuse. I can't say, well, I can't do it. Mm. I watch mm. it defy all odds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like I say, black woman. Now, what a lot of people don't know also is I was born and raised in Lavantel, right? I go say which part of Lavantel because that's too much craziness going on yeah, now. But I was born and raised in Lavantel. Yeah. And back then, you'll hear people saying, you know, you come from Lavantel, you ain't go among to nothing. Right. Right? Yeah. It even had situations where I went for interviews and because of my address, I didn't get through. And that was a thing in the past, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, you know, but I could have been one of those who say, you know what, all right, clearly that is not for me. Let me go on the block and, yeah, son. Make it make that way. Yeah, yeah. Victim, be a victim. yeah, son. Yeah. But like I said, that wasn't the examples I had growing up. So, so those who had those examples, I can't really fight you because that's where you know. You know what I'm saying? But it was my situation. Now, mm. it's at times where I'll go on the block and be like with my brethren and them, and my mother will come outside and whoop my ass with a belt <laughs> in front of them. She lose it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We're doing, go and pick up her book. Right. You understand? So, watching that now, and then watching my dad try to better himself, I was like, listen, you know what? I don't have to be 
defined by my environment. Question. Right? Would you consider yourself um, not literate? Because I guess anybody at some point could learn to read. Would you consider yourself smart? You know, the aspect of being intelligent. Mm-hmm. Would, you, would you consider yourself that or naturally intelligent, I should ask? I think um, I'm pretty much both. Naturally, not sense so, and street nah, sense. Nah, forget about, nah, forget about the street sense, forget everything. Mm-hmm. But in terms of a person who could observe a situation mm-hmm. without having to be, okay, this is how this is work. Mm. Like naturally, you could just crack, pick up things. As in played by air? Yeah. IQ, yeah. IQ, definitely. EQ. IQ, EQ, that kind definitely. of thing. Definitely, definitely, 100%. Because, but, okay, so we... Could I, could I finish now? Yeah. All right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't ask enough for yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask enough specifically because mental capacity might be a thing across the board. Listen, That's I had the same opportunities that anybody else will have out there. Hmm. Nothing more, nothing less. I just see. I just say. No, no, no. Yeah, no <laughs> I that's, just that's, say, that's a fair point. That's so, a fair point to finish. Yeah. So, right. So, back to the point I was getting to. Mm. Now, when I started at Massey, right, I started in the logistics department, mm. right? Now, it was the only opening at the time, right? So, even though I thought I was overqualified for the position, I didn't beat up. I said, once I get a foot in the door, I go and work my way up. Understood. Right? So I got in there. I was doing the driving. I cleaned port. I bring in cars up to the company. When it's time for registration, I carry vehicles down to register to inspect. That was my portfolio at the time. Mm-hmm. Right? The, the manager at that time, right, wanted to make my supervisor for that department. I said, no, that's not where I want to be. Right? She insists she say, Richard, supervisor, and when I leave again, my position, I said, that is not where I want to be, mm. right? So she was like, where do you want to be? I say, I want to be in sales, right? Because before my sales selling insurance, I wanted to be in sales. Mm. So there's, I ain't going to call the guy name, but there's a friend of mine, same shade, <clears throat> right? Same hue. And he was like, boy, you will never get through that. You can see the color of your skin off. Right, right, right. Right, right, right? And watch me. When I tell you, you couldn't convince him otherwise. Right? So I was like, I said, maybe you wouldn't get it, but I would. Right? And he was like, well, you stay hopeful now. See if they didn't disappoint you. I was like, all right, cool. That, that had nothing to do with you. Let me be disappointed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Understood. And boom, mm-hmm. they had an open day. I guess I'll call it that. Right? Where... That had a one position to be filled, just one, right? In Nissan. I said that is mine. And they had all kind of people come to that interview. Bro, like if you walked outside, it was like a fet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you had people who were selling pens, stationery, you had people who were selling insurance, you had people from other car companies. It was anybody who had anything to do with sales was there that day. So it's a coveted position. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So I went upstairs to where the interview is being taken place and I, I started to look around, right? I was like, all right, you have on a plaid shirt and a jeans. You have a nice shirt and pants, but no tie. I went back downstairs. I said, bro, you have any ties in your drawer? He was like, I have a few. He pulled the drawer out and watch, I watch. I said, this will match my shirt. Mm-hmm. Boom, I went back upstairs again. This was me for pretty much 15 to 20 minutes, sir. Right. I scope all the scene, I scope all the scene, I scope all the scene. I said, all right. Rich, what you could do to stand up? That's how I thinking. I was like, what kind of questions do you think they're going to ask? Obviously, it might be about cars. Mm. It might be about sales. So I started to run scenarios through my head. 
when it was my turn and my name called, bro, I kid you not, my answers was eliminating future, answer, future questions, right? So it was like my interview finished before time to the point where the sales manager who was interviewing me and the head of HR started to look at each other and I was like, you have anything else to ask him? You know? And he was like, no, nah, I good. You have anything mm. else? And mm. then they turned to me and I was like, you have anything else to access? And I was like, yeah, like, when do I start? Uh, mm-hmm. And I dead serious. Strategy. I dead serious. When do I start? Because in my head, that's done my position. You can't convince me otherwise. So right? You with the, so you come in with the... Um, I came in with purpose. This what you... No, but you want... You are... You, so you like sales as opposed to you was doing it. Was this money the motivation or you just like that? Um... Right. So I love that question because now I'm self-motivated and I will use anything to motivate me. So one, I'm a people person. Mm. That's motivation. Uh. Two, I like nice things. Nice things cost money. That's a motivation. Right. Right. And I like sales. Sales is a good way to make the money. So everything kind of tie in. Makes sense. Right. Yeah. So, you know. And then again, like I say, I came from very humble beginnings. I want to break that cycle. My children must get a good start. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Makes you feel sense. me? So, boom. Um, they narrowed it down to 10 people, right? I being the number one choice. Mind you, the person from HR told me that she said, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but you came in with flying colors, right? Now, this is where things go down and take a turn. We had a next interview where they narrowed it down to three people, right? I being number one again. Mm. Boom. They came and hired an Indian guy. A light-skinned Indian guy with hazel eyes. Oh, Bollywood, right? Bollywood. So, so, but here the killer part, right? Here the killer part. So, of course, when I went back to my department, you know my boy ready to yeah, tear yeah, him yeah. open yeah. and you won, right? So. so he was like, you see what I tell you? Did it? So I started off, I was like, calm down, it's in over. Yeah. Right? What? what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And he real hype. I was like, bro, it's ain't over. Calm down. Right? First month, homeboy and sell nothing. Second month, nothing. Third month, one sale. Fourth month, no show. Yeah. Pressure. The man fire himself and tell nobody nothing. Just never came back. Right? Lo and behold, phone call, boom, you're starting next week. Try like that. And you like a few hundred, a few hundred yards away from the car yeah. at the top. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, ah, oh, yeah, he right there. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They say you can start next week. I say I can start now. Mm. You understand? So boom, in the space of the week now, I take to social media. Right. Right. Of course. Now all that yeah. time I rock in Facebook. And then I know Instagram and say, I yeah. rock in Facebook. Right? But I had a few followers on Facebook called, you know, I used to do my little modeling and thing. I do band lunches. So I, I was kind of known. Oh, okay, okay. Right? Okay, okay. So I started pop status one time. I said, letting everybody know your boy getting into car sales. I said, in the sun, anybody looking for a best deal on a ride, holler at your boy. Right? Yeah. I start one time. So in that little week, that's all I was doing. I was just pumping. I had people calling me ready. I don't have my diary with names, numbers, everybody who interested in a car. First month, quarter is six. Your boy has exact six. Boom. The man upstairs come downstairs. He say, he said, let me tell you something. He said, in the history of Massey, since I work in here, nobody ever sold everything, sold anything in the first month. Really? You come and hit quota. Yeah. He said, if you could do that again, I said, I just getting started. Step aside. 
right? Second month, I hit them seven. Sales manager come. He said, I like what you're doing, you know. He said, if you hit me 10 in the third month, I get you $1,000 out of my own pocket. I say, pay it in envelope. Challenge. <laughs> I tell him one time, pay it in envelope, leave it in your drawer. He said, I laugh. My face serious, sauce. Yeah. You understand? Don't try to knew it at a good time. Dog, <laughs> watch me. Next month, exact 10. I kid you not, I fight again. That 10th one just to prove a point, eh? Yeah. Exact 10. I swing and I just put my hands out. He had me, he said, I laugh. I say, we're doing later. This was a Friday. I said, doing later, I'm not now. I said, I'm going to get some drinks. Right? Nothing wrong with that. Me and the man, we lie, we talk, watch me, we get good like that. His name was Richard also. We get good like that. And bro, watch me, from that, it was upward movement. 15 cars, 17 cars, 20 cars. I started to see what he mean, if you know what to do with Yeah. I started mm-hmm. to hop on plane like if it's Maxi Tarima and Guarima, just a shop, just a party, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. So back then, it was what? Mm-hmm. Was what, what, was the, what's the, what's the time you say back then? What time frame are we talking about then? Um, Pre COVID. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old days. Good old days, boy. You know? And then boom, COVID come and hit. Now, this one kind of tying back in to, you know, the alpha male and how women will respond to a real man. Yeah. Right? Now, boom, now you don't know with sales, you don't sell, you don't make money, right? Mm. All right, so COVID lockdown. Bam, bam, bam. Nobody can sell ish. So now I had to be dipping in my savings. I don't like that. I like seeing yeah. my account looking a certain way. Me want to touch that. And, you know, like I said, you know, I, I wasn't as committed as now. I was a little whoring, mm-hmm. you know. And um, the ladies that I was messing with, because of how I treat them, because of how I move, I never once had to worry about rent. I never once had to worry about food. I was out. Uh, uh, cock tax. It's yeah, called yeah, a cock, yeah. cock tax. He's well Listen, taken care of, right? What was I talking, you? Yeah. I talking about people more or less competing to handle me, eh? Of course. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, when you rent due, you get sorted out already, ting, ting, ting. I pass it and check here. And let us be an example to the young man and them who are listening. Listen. Mm. No, I'm not trying to glorify this type of living. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because it could get very strenuous at times, right? But what I'm saying is that you really have the option is really yours. Back to what you were saying to Chris. The option is really yours to take control and live the life you want to live. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't really have to wait for somebody to tell you you could do this, you could do that. So grab the boy, grab the boy by the horn. <laughs> pause. And, right? And go forward with that, that strategic mentality that whatever you want, you could achieve. Right. Facts. So that's just a little message to the young youth son. Well, it yeah. come back to the same point that you was making earlier now. Right, where the people that I rubbing shoulders with are the people who live in the neighborhoods that you were talking about. Yeah, yeah like some yeah. of my best friends yeah. are actually from those said neighborhoods, and maybe at a point in time, those same people would be like, you know, probably would not even see me. You feel me? I understand what you said. But I wasn't in that mental slavery. I know that hey, you know what? This gonna be my circle. They're the people I wanna rub shoulders with because. You can't want to fly with eagles and clock with chickens. You feel me? <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> right, 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 yeah. All so, right. Yeah. So we're going to get into another lane now, right? This thing is really about the wealth creation that we wanted to talk to for a long time, right? Yeah, Chris. Chris this is the, the, it. the crux of the interview. Wealth creation could come in many different ways. As... Richard was alluding to, it could be the best at what you, you, you think is a, a, a proper place in an organization, 
for yourself and make a good living for yourself like that. It could also be an entrepreneur, right? Both ways come mm. with the drawbacks and the, 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 the um, what do you call it? The benefits. Benefits and the drawbacks, Pros right? Pros and cons. Pros and cons. Challenges, pluses, right? Mm. When we get into business creation and what that exactly means to be an entrepreneur in this country because we was alluding to saturation. It was alluding yeah. to um, creating something out of the box. It was alluding to strategic management of your, your lifestyle and whatnot, right? Mm. Competition. Business in itself. What? <laughs> so, somebody comments and say, plus you have an eagle nose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you remember you say eagles are chickens? You say? Eagle nose. Oh, nah, make my crack up there. I go like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, Chris, mm-hmm. you lead the way. Use the finance, the finance bro. Right? Go through with it. You're talking with your t shirt business just now. Yeah, um, he ho, he, uh, patreon.com slash he ho. E underscore thing is three dollars your bombs anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Without ever ever having spoken to you, you look at how many t-shirts you sold last month versus this month, last year versus this year. Correct. Mm. Well, no, it's this, this year, but yeah. Okay, but month over month. Yeah. You look to see exactly how much it costs, the expenses. You look to see how much money you keep, because the most important part of running your own business is how much money you make is how much you keep. Mm. Also known as profit. Mm. You can do two things with your profits in your business. You can spend it, you can invest it somewhere, or you can reinvest it into your own business. Yeah? Yeah. So you're looking at your top line revenue. Yeah? How much money you're making. How you're spending. Hey, them, you're is, them is big concepts. Top line, what's so that? What's this top line revenue you thing? How much t-shirts you're selling. All right, all right, right, right. So you know how much t-shirts you're selling. Where's your course mm-hmm. to produce it? Where's your markup? Mm-hmm. We have to hire to help with the printing and the sourcing, right. the expenses. And where's your profit? How are you doing that profit? What I just described was financial analysis. When you look, and this message is for two audiences, the entrepreneurial audience, audience who wants to do their own thing, and those who may not want to do their own thing, but they don't mind investing in our business. Investing in our business is buying a stock. The same thing that you have to do when you're assessing your company in terms of what it is, how much money the company is making, how much t-shirts you're selling, what's the cost of those t-shirts, how much money you invest, you take, how much of that money you're taking to buy more stock. It's the same thing. You, you might hear different concepts. You might hear a company talk about top-line revenues, expenses, shareholder retained earnings, mm. net profit mm. before tax, net profit after tax. Mm. I just think that is exactly what you are doing right now without realizing it's just that there are different terms for it when you talk about financial analysis as opposed to sales business. Same exact concepts. How much t-shirts you sell? Top line revenues. Expense, um, the cost of t-shirts, cost of goods sold. Total expenses, how much money you have to spend outside of the raw materials to purchase the t-shirts. Net profit after tax, how much money you make. Retained earnings, how much money you put back into your business to do more with it. And then at the end of the day, you want to see if your company is growing. And if your company is growing, there's a, there's the, when you minus your, 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 your debts versus your assets, you have something called your equity, your shareholder equity. 
That is a really, really make it this where you can actually see if you're making money in your business. Shareholder equity is ultimately that's what they call shares and stocks equities. It's really about the growth of equities. So I'm saying that to say that in the absence of owning your own business as you do, own piece of, of a business, but employing the same principles when you look at a company. Look what's happening every night, right? What's happening every night? She just knows. She just see podcast going on, right? Let me start her back. <laughs> Let me just ruin this moment here. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Blanca doing her. Hard by regular At no point, you know, she's been normal all day. We have our again. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. She just do that, boy. <laughs> Yeah. We get our feedback. Get our feedback come from. Oh, headphones. Yeah. Headphones. Yeah. headphones. My bad. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, everybody. All right. So you was talking about equity. Mm-hmm. All right. So we reach into the point of. Let me start it from the and basics, that, and that goes back. Oh, so the, I want to tie it back uh, now to the conversation we are having about how societies, the different societies within our society, are stru- is, um, how they are structured. Mm-hmm. All right. I can tell you that not enough of Black persons between the ages of between the age of let's say twenty one to maybe forty five mm. um, have investments and wealth creation mechanisms. So you mean Jordan's is not investment? Why do I? Why? <laughs> I like I, I love our GS. Why? Interesting. Interesting. You bring I, up Jordan's. No, I have to. I have to. And Jordan is making money. Thank you. How much he? But he has been endorsed. Jordan is Jordan. He Fellas. gets royalties forever and ever and ever. That's a different ball game altogether. No, but I, well, I am a two J's and say a little gold chain. You but know, I win my Antons. But you're not Jordan. I can play. I can play. In addition to the play. Jordans, uh-huh. right? We're looking at our next serious asset now. Well, let's call it asset, right? The gold chains. Blockchain. Every, cryptocurrencies. Every young boy, mm. No, no, he talking, he talking about gold chains. Get on oh, the gold chains. <laughs> Blockchain is... No, it's not gold. 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 Right. gold. gold chains. Everybody on the block have a chain on, right? Usually gold was originally bought as a form of wealth storage, right? So, I, I really know for a fact that these... I come from the ghetto as well, right? So, I understand that they don't understand what gold really... Is the meaning of gold other than to how to look other like, than to, to flash know. to attract the, the butterflies? Right. I realize mm-hmm. money men, you realize no, these gold. two money men do have no chains on. I eh? just put it now on gold. Um, yeah. now, eh? gold, Indian, gold in the investment <laughs> world is a is what is referred to as a safe haven asset. However, how that gold is represented as an investment is an entirely different conversation with respect to it. Is we see as the tradable commodity as opposed to what. Where we wearing around our necks. Yes. Yeah. If you want to convert your gold into liquidity for some reason or the other, or into into another asset like into cash, how quickly can you sell that gold chain? Mm. Legitimately, without finding yourself looking over your back. Because men will rob you for the gold. If because there's a lot of gold we're talking about. There okay. you go. So I can tell you. There's a high probability if it is you had gold bars in the gold bars, the gold mm. commodity form in your house before we leave it back. Yeah. But you go and you put that on a stock exchange, you get it sold in a matter of seconds. In. So people may want to say gold is an investment. It's only an investment when you can actually convert it to cash. Mm. And the liquidity. Yeah. yeah. All right. 
And that's a very, very important part of when you want to ask yourself, is this an investment? Can you establish what they call relative value? Can you say, okay, five dollars in this particular in this particular asset is worth the, the transferability, being able to establish. Yeah. I know that this remote here costs maybe about let's say seventy dollars. I know that this glass may cost fifty dollars. You can sell this glass, put it in cash, and buy something else. Yeah. How quickly you can do that? The, the liquidity of investments and those things are very, very important. Mm. So, let's talk about the, the buzzword of the day, cryptocurrencies. Of course. Uh, cryptocurrencies is a highly speculative investment, a.k.a. high risk. And a big part of the challenge I personally have with cryptocurrencies is how liquid is it in terms of being able to convert it. If you need to, to liquidate your, your cryptocurrencies tomorrow, you have to, there's a different mechanism that you have to go through that is non-traditional. Blockchains, etc. Right? Blockchain. And, yeah. yeah. And if you look at the price of cryptocurrencies since they emerged a few years ago, highly volatile. Now, don't get me wrong. Huh? Everything is not for everybody. Cryptocurrencies and for me, it might be for you, but I just tell you to think about things like the volatility. Remember? Being able to convert into cash quickly into what they call something fungible. Fungible means you can actually, okay, I can take 10 of these bottles, get cash, buy five of these glasses. You know, that transferability um, the, aspect of it, being get, able to establish. We're yeah. getting real valuable information here, right? Uh-huh. I want us to break it down a little bit lower because... Okay. okay. Because... It has some... Going back Low to the bro. point that you was alluding to, right? Yeah. Where the structure of the business in the black community that it is non-existent, right? So, walk a young man who never went to tertiary education. Mm-hmm. Layman's terms. Right? True. He wake up tomorrow morning and say, I want to make a change. Okay. Right? I want to start a do business. I want to be an entrepreneur. He has to ask himself exactly what does making a change mean? Mm. Do you want to establish a business and do you want this business to grow? Mm. Or you want to find a way to make money within six months, six weeks, three weeks, seven, um, whatever it is. Mm. What is your objective in getting into business? Do you want this business to be your business to sustain yourself and your family and your quality of life down the road? Are you prepared to invest in this business today to see it grow tomorrow? Or you want something to happen now for now. And usually that's where the question becomes very technical. Because clarity of mind will tell you, I need a strategy. Mm-hmm. I need to make money today, next week, next month, next year. How are we going to do all four? And not just that, let the money work for you too. And let the money yeah. start working for you. Yeah. Right? We have a lot of intelligence. Because I have some regions I grew up with. Very intellectually gifted without knowing that they're smart. Mm. So they will pick up a block of weed and turn that into a Honda Accord and then sell the Honda Accord to whatever the case is and keep billing, billing, billing until they get locked up. You understand what I'm saying here, right? So they have the bare bones ability to create a business without, as you said, the structure. So that clarity I thought, I can't ask you where it comes from, but I could ask you in what way could you structure your thinking to, to, to start from nothing? Absolutely zilch. 
tomorrow morning, you have nothing as a youth man out here, your belly hungry. To, let me say two, three, five years from now, being able to actually have some assets to train. Identify something that you like or you love. Boom. Hmm. First of all, you see how Richard's talking about how he loves sales? Mm. He could be sitting down, chilling out and bam, some sales idea, some new strategy will pop into his head because he it's in, it's in his DNA. He he lives sales. You could hear the passion that he has for it when it is he speaks about every aspect of sales the last few minutes. Mm. Find something that you're passionate about. Find something and make and it's the second thing is to make sure there is demand for that thing you're passionate about. You may like car phones, but mm. car phones are obsolete. <laughs> what was what, a car phone, right? <laughs> what, Before what? cell phones, there were car phones, there were, car, there were phones Jesus. in, there were FCMR. phones. Yeah. That's yeah. when you had to put your foot at the bottom and the car to run and for it to move. It's like a Flintstone <laughs> thing you're talking about. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm not sure. what era we talking about. You see that era when LL Cool G and Run DMC and them first. Yeah, car yeah, phones yeah, was yeah. the thing, and car phones became yeah. immediately obsolete with the advent of a cell phone. These fellas even know to use Rotary phones. No, no, no. You have to make sure whatever it is you're passionate about, there's demand for it. Right. And if so, again, you have to do some market studies. And your market studies is talking to your friends and your family. You know, if I was to start, if I was to bring um, anything, yeah. these bottles here, is there demand for it? Mm. Will you buy this on a weekly basis? What is the advantage? Why do you think you'll want to buy this from me? It's market studies. Right. All right. You yeah. have to understand. You have to ensure. Singapore back in the days when they were trying to develop their economy. They actually went out into the world to find where the goods and services were lacking globally and they came back they came back to Singapore shores and started to build industries to satisfy a demand that they knew existed. Right? Makes sense. Makes sense. So if you have your t-shirt business, you have your bottle of water business, you have to go out and find out exactly if there's demand for this thing. Well, you, you might be passionate it. about something that nobody else is passionate about that nobody else wants. So it goes, so there's a certain amount of work that is required and mm. it's not to make it sound daunting or prohibitive or anything like that. It's really just for you to understand that there is, that, that there is a certain amount of work you have to put in. There are many businessmen, to your point, guys in the, very, very intelligent, they just don't know how to structure their thoughts. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's where the education system, there's room for structure. improvement. Yeah. Structure. Yeah. 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 I understand it in their, their, their courses. Their courses now where you can actually understand and treat teaching entrepreneurship. And these basic concepts. And if, if we can get that education to them in a very inexpensive way, podcasts like this, seminars and those things, those fellas can easily unearth a lot of creativity and a lot of business sense and ideas that they didn't even believe they could be able to to, um, to achieve. So, gentlemen, what? you're talking business. Mm -hmm. talking yes. Success. No, no, no. We're going. We're going. Usually. All right, cool. One last thing before we, we really get into it. We want to deal with the topic of failure. Right? Mm -hmm. Failure is a mandatory part of life. Mm -hmm. Right? In business, you're bound to fail. I can tell about that. Right. Oh. So, we're going to get your final words on failure. Where is the bounce back? How that does make you strong as an individual? You... Shoot. Hmm. All right. 
I'll give you an example. So there was a point in my life where I was selling insurance for Co- for Clico. Wow. All right? Yeah. 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 So I was selling insurance for Clico. And now, you know, you're watching certain insurance men around here and them fellas doing it wet, who driving Benz, who living in big houses on the hills. Yeah. And it's like, like even back then, I saw that life for myself. Like, I want that. Like, I believe God put me on this earth to live like a king. You know what I'm saying? Understood. Like, that was that is my mindset, even even now. Yeah. You know? And um, so, like, when I started insurance, I was one of those who pong in the pavement. Pong it, pong it. And I remember this one time, now qualifier had something called the EFPA. I don't know if you remember that. Right? Where it mirrors the characteristic of a fixed deposit. Right? So, it's like you could invest as much as you wanted. to have no ceiling. Mm. Right? And your money was 100% guaranteed. Right? Now, I remember picking up this magazine called Who's Who in Trinidad and Tobago Business. Right? And if you know that magazine, there's, they have one every year. Mm-hmm. Right? That's where you get to see who's who. Who's the top person in UTC? Who's the top person? You know what I'm Trinidad Forbes. Yeah. Right, right. You know? So, when everybody just running around like headless chickens, I used to be like, you know what? Now nah, I'm going straight to the top. You know? So I'm going through these magazines and I ain't going to lie to tell you, I was looking to see who's black first. I, I say, you know what? <laughs> Let me approach who's black first. And I saw this lady, right? Who was the top, top person in UTC. And I say, you know what? I'm going to organize a meeting with this lady. So your boy pull up in UTC, pour on my suit and take my suit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how you might have not, not travel to get there. Yeah, right? <laughs> so I pull up downstairs. I tell the security, I say, um, I say, I came to so so call her name. Right? He was like, um, is she expecting you? Say, yeah, just tell her Richard is downstairs. Now, in my mind, everybody know Richard. Right? Yeah, the fake it till you make it, right? Yeah. So I was like, how do you see Crystal? Is Crystal? I say, Crystal, friend downstairs. I say, I said, tell her Richard downstairs. So he calls her up and he was like, Richard, here to you. And I'm here, and honey, next time, send him up, send him up. Right? Uh, so I was like, uh, yeah, no. I know when she see me, she'd be like, okay, you're not a rich head. But once I see you, that's all I needed. I just needed that face to face. You know? Right. So, boom. Yeah, I get security clearance. I'm out a swipey card for the elevator to go down high, all kind of thing. Eh? She's also watching. So, yeah. Yeah. Top dog, I tell you. So, when your boy walk inside, now I walk inside real confident. Eh? Yeah. I ain't flinch at all. Game face on. I ready. Right? So she pull up. She starts to slow down. She, the eyebrows started to dip like, okay. You know that woman? I, never know that <laughs> I don't know so, you. Who is that man? Yeah. Now, now, thank God for blessing me with a little, you know, a little good looking face, you yeah. know. So, you know, upon the pleasant smile, I say, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not the Richard I was expecting. But I was really hoping to get five minutes of your time. I say, if I don't interest you in what I have to say, I'll take the elevator, leave you never see me again. Mm. Right? So she was like, she was like, what is it you do? I say, well, I work qualify, I work Clico, and I sell insurance. She paused, she thinks, she was like, all right, come sit with me. So we walk across and I sit down. Now, listen, this lady, she's at the top, top of the building. You had the best view in Port of Spain. Listen, I'm sitting there, I'm like, damn. You know? So I start to run the EFPA to her because I know with UTC, I think they have rules and regulations in terms of investments and ceilings. Okay. Right? So, as far as I know, based on my research, they had like over $100 million to invest and not anywhere to invest it because of these ceilings. Mm. 
So I went with that angle. So I was like, listen, we have we have it's the so EFPA. Love it. You know? I was like, we have the EFPA, right? Your money's 100% guaranteed. The returns are crazy. And guess what? There's no ceiling. Right. Right? So after the conversation, she was like, you know what? I think this might be something we'd be interested in. She said, let me take it up with the board and I'll get back to you. So I left my card out on everything. So... Mind you, we exchanged numbers and all that. So I went back to the office now and I told my then manager, who's, um, I ain't gonna call his name, but he's well known. Like, if I call name, everybody know him. No, no, no. Right? He's making a dance. So I went back to him. I was like, boss, you know, believe who I just came from having a meeting with. And he was like, who's that? So I called her name, right? He was like, you're lying. I was like, yeah, him. How you get obsessed to see her? He said, I've been trying to see her for years. Shit. Right? So I told him what I did. He shake my hand. He said, I never thought of that. Right? Yeah, I'm well, sure she probably know what. So, 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 so too. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, boom, she hit me up. She told me that um, the board would be having the meeting the Monday, but so far what she pitched to them, they're liking it and they're willing to do the 100 million because of the guarantee. Because if push comes to shove and I don't hit, you getting back your 100 yeah, million. Yeah. So, I don't lose. You feel me? You have nothing to lose. I don't lose. So, she hits me up and she was like, okay, we have a meeting Monday. Once they agree, I'm going to call you, bring everything for us to sign up. And now, you're going to be the ultimate agent of all time. Listen, yeah. mind it's you. The weekend you in the stars. This, this thing have a commission of 1% every single year. It's active. For, so for 100 million. A million dollars a year was it active, bro. Holy shit. Right? Jeez. So, you know your boy going wild. I ain't get you yet, eh? Yeah, I go on. I, go on I was even working my CS, so of course. But I caught up in my CS, I started checking the Subaru WRX. Right? <laughs> you <laughs> Subaru for me now. Listen, <laughs> listen, I go on all up in, um, I think it was Sunshine. Sunshine up in Trin City. Uh, I would have find out if that property there, I want a house inside the gated community. Oh, yeah, son? Oh, Watch me. Your boy done start to map out everything I go and do with my money. Yes. Now, mind you, I got this call the Tuesday, right. right? That we're supposed to meet the next Monday. That same week, bro, Clico crash. <laughs> that same week. I'm talking about like the Thursday, right? Don't do mad Sunday mics now. Don't do mad Sunday He's a financial guy. Yeah, he knows exactly what he's doing. It's a great thing last week of January 2009. So anyway. So, boom. You know, when that happened now, I was like, you know, I went to boss. I was like, what does this mean to us? You know, like what is happening? Because I'm still confused as to what's going on because we just get the word that boom, boom, boom. So, I mean, I in a state of panic. I was like, like, what's happening? He was like, calm down, but it's not good, right? I was like, yo, now I, I, I done seeing everything crumbling in front of me, bro, yeah, like crumbling. Yeah, yeah. I already starting to go down in a state of depression. I kid you not, mm. right? So lo and behold, like literally five minutes after my phone rings, right? My same friend called me from UTC. She was like, I'm just letting you know that we're going to play the waiting game for now. Yeah, well, of course. Right? Uh, you should, you should. So, yeah. So I say, you know what? That's completely understandable, right? Because I am all trying to figure out what's happening right now. Mm. Right? At least she called you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? No, I tell you, we build a good relationship. That is me. Once you have a face-to-face -face with me, me and your yeah. friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right? Yeah, yeah. 
like it. So, right. boom, Picasso. Um, that came and happened. And I kid you not, I did go down the rabbit hole of depression, right? So I was locked in my room for almost two weeks, crying like a bitch. Yeah, that million dollars. You know, mm-hmm. you know, nice border, because men is men be crying forever. Listen. For something, you just say two, two weeks is not a long time. Bro. Two weeks is no, at least some time to it, grieve. It was long for me. Two weeks is at least some time. Because I consider myself, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, manly man, you know? The, the, the mammoth killed you instead of you killing the mammoth. Listen. When I finally came out my room, bro, I talking about facial hair, yeah, afro. You look no, like Saddam. You look like Saddam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even recognize myself. Better record. Like I remember my my parents used to be knocking at the door and I was like, um, especially on a Saturday because my parents were Adventists. Okay. Right, and they'd be like, you know, come go to church. And honestly, I didn't even want to hear about God. Mm. I, didn't I didn't even want to hear about God because in my mind, you set me up to fail. You know wow. what I'm saying? It's like, why you bring me so close to it? You know what I mean? It was right there within yeah. my reach. And then they just take it away. That's tough, boy. You know? No, but that's a big way. If you're yeah. like, close that wheel. That is our wheel. Yeah. But I'm saying. Jesus, so, Jonah. Yeah. No lie. You can even talk to me about church. You can talk to me about God. Forget I felt. I, now, I was never blasphemous. But I felt almost like an atheist. Yeah. You mm. know what I'm saying? This can't be happening to me. Yeah. yeah. I was like, like. Like, you could tell me, actually have a God out there that love me and doing stuff like this. It's almost like when Bruce Almighty say, you know, God is like that child with the magnifying glass on the anthill. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I didn't go to church for a while, like a while. And I literally started to see my life crumble piece by piece. Like, I was broken. When I tell you broken, bro, and I mean physically, emotionally, financially, I was broken. That I was movie dick, boy. I was rocked. Bottom horse. Mm. <sighs> I was below dirt level. I was rock bottom. Honestly. And, you know, like, I didn't want to be around people. And I think, now, the man who pulled me out of it, funny enough, was my dad. Right? So, my dad gangster me. Mm. He gangster me. Bossy in my room a day. The had crusade. Mm. Bossy in my room a day. And he say, hey. He say, what happening? Go and organize yourself. We're going to church. I say, well, we don't hear nothing about no church, you know. He said, I'm asking again, and he walked out of the room. Right. Now, I don't know what I mean. There's You're too father. big to get some right hand. There's you know what I'm saying? There's a father. <laughs> so, I went on a, you know, a shave on thing, you know. Corn up in church. Sit on the back. I ain't walking in the front. Sit on the back. And it was one of those days where you just pick the right day and time to go and hear the word of God now. Because the pastor sermon was tailor fitted for your boy. Mm. From start to finish, everything I needed to hear, bro. I kid you not. And I was like, okay, yeah, I was supposed to be here right now. Mm. You know? And then I was like, all right, all right, I will trust you one more time. Mm. You know? So now, mind you, my qualifications go beyond business. I did offshore courses. I had, I could have gone anywhere which way I wanted to go. So I started to consider doing the offshore thing. I sent out resumes here, resumes there. And funny enough, now this might sound crazy, but normally when I'm going up Chancellor, right, there's a certain part of the hill where I don't get reception, right? Now, (laughs) I'm into working out, I'm into exercising, right? But there's a certain part of the hill where I don't get reception on my phone, right? Like a dead zone. And 
I run up the hill with a couple of my brethren. And at, at that same point where my phone normally goes dead, my phone started to ring. So it was so crazy. My boys and all turned to me and I was like, you get reception? You know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah. So I answered the phone and it was a guy from Massimoto's. I never sent a resume to Massimoto's, right? So the guy calls me up and he's like, um, is this Richard? I was like, yeah. He was like, um, we have a position available. I'm hoping you can start tomorrow. So I'm like, Burr? I say, show you the right, Richard. Is he logistics? Yeah. Right? Wait. <laughs> so I'm like, you sure, boy? He was like, yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. So he said, when you're coming tomorrow, bring your resume. I'm like, this is crazy, boy. I say, show you how to write, Richard. I said, this is 754 I was like, yeah. yeah. You make sure you know? put on no butter sell them cars. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sell cars. Yeah, I saw. See what I did there. See what I did there. So, but huh? right. So, um, all right. Long story short, I got the job, put in my resume, and of course, once they had a resume, the resume on file, that is where you know was they was kind of pushing me for like managerial, whatever, whatever. But like I say, foot in the door, I inside. Taking that, anything could happen, right? Me going and say, boy, take drive. Let me see my resume or drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. So, and all these things is what I learned from my dad, more or less. Right. You know he was a real humble fella. You know what I'm saying? And that kind of, you know, pushed me to where I am now. You know? So, like, if I was one of those who say, well, all right, I go and let this failure define me, mm. it would not be like this. But okay. then, if you say, well, all right, I did this, I fail. How about I go back to the drawing board and come up with a new blueprint? Boy. Tell me. I mean, if you had a, if you had a half failure, you got a million shot, bro. I mean, that's, a way, that's a good way to fail, though. Bro. Men is fail at, men is give up after they fail at um, CXE. But you know what I learned, though? I think if that deal had pan out. Jesus Christ, you couldn't talk to you, though? Yeah, I probably couldn't even talk to me. Uh, God is protect you from yourself. Yeah, yeah. God protects you and from yourself. That is what I realized. He was protecting me from myself because even when I wasn't working, even when I didn't have money, I was real lawless. Especially when it comes to women. I, that was my kryptonite. You know what I'm saying? That was my kryptonite. Like I, my neighbors, when I used to live in my last neighborhood, used to literally sit down in the front just to take me in. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. Like I used to have them on a time schedule. You come for seven, be out by nine. If you stay here anytime after nine, you go to bounce. I'll be one coming in after. Casanova, boy. No, no lie. Yeah. Don't run. And, and I didn't even have no money back then. A lot by run, boy. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I had a neighbor who was like, they used to sit down. I swear to God. They sit down chilling. And I'd be like, eh, hold on, hold on. Look at the next one coming. Look at the next one coming. And yeah. it's like, I'll be now walking out one. Kiss she goodnight. Later, she driving out and driving past the one who coming in. Jesus Christ. Unhinged. That was no, that's 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 So I truly believe that God was protecting me from myself. And that? I mean, it made me into the man I am today. So, you oh, know, like sense. I have a stable girlfriend now. Never even consider cheating. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, true story. True story. Because <laughs> this is when I started interrupting. No, like, this <laughs> is actually <laughs> the very first female I ever posted on social media hmm. in my life. 
in my life. I would have never considered when I come here, nobody know I had a girl. Stages. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Now, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Since I started posting, she's it's more girls in my DMs. Don't, don't say it out loud. <laughs> no, no, no. I just tell her. I just show her. Right, cool, cool. We have no secrets. And I mean, communication. Girls like guys with girls. Who's gay girls? That's just All right. So, so, gents, final words, Chris. Right? We look at the wrap up. Yeah. We come Hold to on. the one, two, three. Come yeah. Failure. To answer your question. Um, well, a week ago, I saw something that Denzel Washington had, had a... Denzel. That right. came up on social media feed. Mm. He was given a, an address, the feature address, uh, a graduating university class generation some years ago. And he said two things about failure. If you have to fail, fail big. And if you have to fail, fail forward, not fail backward. If you have to fall, fall forward and not fall backward. I like that. And um, I think failing big is understanding the magnitude and trying to get as many lessons as possible. Mm. If you have one big failure, there's oftentimes... There are more than one, there's more than one lesson that will come out of that. Feeling forward is getting, is understanding that you're moving forward. And I can tell you, I mean, I don't broadcast it. I mean, people close to me, I've failed many, 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 many times. The, um, the key thing, though, is really how you respond to it. One of the mistakes I think people make, people, companies, individuals, young people, people, is that one of the biggest enemies you can have is success. Yeah, no. Nah, that's boss, buddy. Nah, 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 yeah, that's a serious one. That is a serious Say one. Say one more time in one of my, in one of my um In one of my previous roles, I was doing consultancy for a company. I did this, when I assessed the company, the company made all of its mistakes when it was making the most money. <laughs> They lost their competitive edge. They became complacent. They Damn. became arrogant. They weren't paying attention to managing their expenses. They were buying certain things because they were getting a lot of credit. And um, when the when environment changed, it just uncovered all of the mistakes they were making. There's a saying when it is the tiger out, you see you swimming naked. Yeah. I was a classic, classic case of that particular company. Taking it back to individuals, good times do not build character. It's the bad times. Facts. Is it? Petrochem? Petrochem? It was company. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. There are a number of companies in Trinidad and Tobago that have experienced challenges that don't make headlines. Huh? Mm. Um, I mean, there's a stance here, Petrochem thing, but the thing that really stood out for me in this to answer the question of failure in particular is understanding that when you make the mistakes, when you're happiest is when you're most vulnerable. And you have to be man, you have to always Good. keep Good. aware of how happy you are and how vulnerable you are at the same time. When you're doing when you're when you're catching your tail, you're thinking of managing yourself. You're thinking of how is the best way to make that dollar stretch. Mm. You're being efficient with your thinking. True. You're managing yourself. That's the bad times. The bad times teach you how to appreciate the good times. If you're having good times all the time, I mean, you you wouldn't you 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 that's, that's not life. Mm. All right. Being having good times every day is not life, and it's very important as final final words. That thing they call 
good times, don't build character, understand and accept your feelings as lessons. When I pray, I say, I thank God for my blessings and my lessons and blessings. Hmm. The lessons are the failures, the blessings are the... Uh, when does mixtape coming out, boy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are some... <laughs> He's old guys, boy. Those are the... Um, that's what, I, that's what I'll say on, on, on failure. Words are wisdom. Words are wisdom. Toolman, final words. What's his name? Record him. Tool man. That's my that's yeah. my name. That's my name. I don't want to tell him. Tool Mizi. Tim Tool Man. Tool. That's our reason. That's not that's not good. I'm those friends. You said my mother's anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, now this was um eye opening. All I would say is, we literally sit down here with two money men. One would like. The most incredible failure story I've ever heard. Because I, I, I know longer if I feel at anything, I was like, dog, it wasn't about no hundred million dollars. So mm. shut the hell up and give. Mm. And you just recover in two two weeks. That's, That's like, whoop, whoop. Yeah. Your father's like, Sabina, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Get here for me going shit. And you know. You... Mine took longer. Mine took like about five years. Mm. I may. Yeah. 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 Well, well, five but, years uncounted. And you know, you, you so could surgically. Could surgically tell uh, like the financial situation. Uh, you he just told you stories like, well, you time up it. I was like, impressive. Yeah, very impressive. No, but it's public knowledge. Yeah, no, but yeah. I mean he. I was, no, and he said uh, two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first weekend, da, 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 da. I was like, <laughs> yeah. So that was impressive. Those things stick. Those things stick. In there. Yeah. You see, because yeah. I work in the financial system all of yeah. my life. Yeah. Events like that will stick in your head, and you mm. try to also understand what mistakes were made. I mean. Not for this particular audience, but there's so many different things that came out that we have to learn from to oh. ensure that never repeats itself. Yeah. So final words, final words is we gonna get a oh yeah, you have a girlfriend, so you can't be crap, you spoil it. You shall see your single. What I wanted uh, to do was what I wanted to do was get like a nice little nineteen twenty-four looking for a money man kind of thing. We want to hold, hold on. Play the bachelor. Hold on. I'm not a money man, I work at money. Huh. There's a difference. That's when they know you're That's, That's when they no, know no, you're no, no, no. He talk like white people. He talk like the white people. Anyway, yeah. So right, yeah. tonight was fun, guys. Uh, it was our vibe. It was, it was vibe. our vibe. I learned yeah, cool. a lot. Buzz? All right, final words. Adversity makes men. Prosperity makes monsters. Do it mm. as they will. All right. Mm. Later. He-haw. <laughs>